In this episode of the Philly Blunt, we sit down with Jennifer Fear Zavala, Philly's rogue punk rock chef, South Philly instigator, and tamale queen. Please follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, all as the Philly Blunt, and subscribe, review, and share this podcast if you enjoy what we're doing so that others can find it. I got messages. One of the messages I always repeat and say because it was really funny is, um, and in my head, this is how I picture this person saying this to me, so I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> let me hear it. Let me see Don't that. let me catch you walking around with your gentrification <laughs> balls. I <laughs> <see>. <laughs> Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Philly Blunt. My name's Johnny Goodtimes. Hey, what's up? This is Violet. This is Greg. Hey, it's Reef, man. Hey, Reef, man. <laughs> hey, man. Reef. Hey. Hey. Good to have you here. Good to, it's good to be here. All right, and we are very excited about this week's guest. We have uh, Jen Fear Zavala. <laughs> Yes. And uh, I don't even know, like, yeah. you know, most people, you, most people, you have like the, you know, you kind of go by the resume and say, oh, this is what they do. I don't even know. What do I say? You food truck, cooking extraordinaire, pot cooking genius. I, I mean, I don't even know what the, how would you describe your, like on the, on, on your business card, what does it say? Still hanging on. Nice. <laughs> nice. Perfect. Nice. Perfect. Still hanging on. Um, nice. I don't know. I've, I'm a chef, but I'm retired now. So I still try to, you know, I can't get away from food. So I just kind of do the things I've always wanted to do when I was stuck mm. working for someone else. Right. And, you know, when you also work for yourself, you're obligated to make money guaranteed and... I don't know, going rogue was kind of the, all the things I wanted to do before I got professionally tied up to a paycheck. So right. uh, I don't really have a definitive thing, what I'm doing right now. So mm-hmm. I kind of like that. Yeah. yeah. So when you say you're retired as a chef, you mean from that, that world? Yeah, from like working, cook? right, like from working in restaurants. Yeah. Like I won't, I won't do it anymore. It's what, too much oh, yeah, work. What, what, yeah, I'm what, done. What, what brought that about? I'm old. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I'm, I've been doing this for like 25 years. I'm 40 now. So... Um, I don't know how to do anything else. Yeah, 40s old as shit. Right. Yeah. I couldn't imagine. Right, being, relax, I couldn't imagine, bro. Being, I couldn't imagine being over 40. Relax, bro. <laughs> I was like, yo, I'm ancient. <laughs> yeah. You're yeah. a ghost. So when you say you're done, you won't, you won't even cook on your own, like your own gig or your own thing? No, I do my own thing, but I won't work in restaurants traditionally. Like, I won't work the line or mm. do anything like that just because... I mean, honestly, it's a very, really physical job, and mm. because I've been doing this so long, like, I have natural aches and pains that have come along with standing for you know 16 hours a day but, so but if i hit if i hit like powerball and i was like jen here's a million dollars i'm in a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> okay. all right all right we i'm your best yeah. friend right, right. Right. Like, Sweet. <laughs> yeah who 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 was the chef that you were like under in the city was there like a um, big name or no it, well no. i worked um so back in the day sochi which is on like second and south i don't know mm. if you're familiar with that familiar with yeah. yep um, used to be owned by um, Mike Salmanov and Steve Cook. Okay. And they had a... There was a guy in the restaurant business named Cook? Oh, yeah. yeah that's Steve awesome. Cook. Um, <laughs> Cook and Solo. <laughs> yeah. This is a great day. They're, they're, yeah. they're, they're no, name, that's like business, that... Uh, their business is called Cook and Solo, yeah. which would have been a great like 80s yeah. duo, oh, yeah. duo name. That's right. awesome. Yeah. There's no like Johnny Rat. Yeah, right? Yeah. There's a, a, a funeral home where the guy's name is Daddy. <laughs> yeah, it's so, right around the corner. Yeah, from yeah, 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 yeah. Giant James R. Daddy is his D-E-A-D-Y? last name. He runs a funeral. Yeah, yeah. Daddy. And I'm like, 
You, Perfect. He had his, yeah, he had right. it laid out. I was out. born to do yeah, this. Yeah, you were born for this. <laughs> yes. So you were under these guys for a minute? Um, I worked for them, essentially, like their company, mm-hmm. when they owned that. Okay. So that was, I, w- I would say that's the biggest. But mm. besides that, myself, I mean, I came in with a bang to Philadelphia being a female looking the way I did and mm. coming from the background that I came from. And I worked for the right person at the right time. So mm. I got a lot of press and a lot of attention. Right. So aside from working for them, the next biggest person that I worked for was myself. Nice. So, nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. nice. Where, where are you originally from? I'm Connecticut. Oh, word? Yeah. CT in the house. Okay. That's yeah, I'm from New England. So, oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. Now, how, how long were you there before you moved to New York? Um, so I, I traveled around. I worked in production, so um, in a music venue called Webster Theater. Oh, oh yeah. great spot. Yeah. Are you familiar with that? Yeah, okay, so I used to do production there, and I did um, like this, the dressing rooms and stuff, and they didn't have any food offered to the um, acts that would come through. So mm-hmm. I started doing some of the food and then nice. eventually caught on um, some regulars that would come through and ended up jumping onto OzFest for a little while okay. doing like chefing there. Mm-hmm. So How I was that? It was crazy. It was really crazy. And <laughs> was being, Ozzy coming out like, I want the bats too. <laughs> Give me the bats. Because he, um, he, he was still the same. Bats. You know what yeah, I mean? I know. Yeah, Eats their I heads mean, off. He has a big poultry craving. <laughs> um, no, you know what? He was awesome. Everyone was cool. I just, I mean, I got drowned out amongst all these, you know, big names and stuff, but I just did my job and it was probably one of the hardest things. You have a choice in this industry, like doing that, you can be that girl or you can be the girl. And I mm. wanted to be the girl because there wasn't a lot of girls doing what I was doing at the time. So mm. having traveled around, um, I ended up going to New York and then um, I had a baby and then his father had family in Jersey. I couldn't live in Jersey. We needed to move. So <laughs> that's, that's what's up. I, did, I couldn't do it. So I moved here to Philly and um, took a year. And so how long, how long ago are we talking now? Uh, 11 years. Okay. So I've been in Philly for 11 years. Always okay. south side or were you? I first moved to Memphis and Ann, which is in. Oh, like, snap. Right. So it was my first year here. And you know what? That just wasn't my crowd. So I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to move to South Philly, and I've been here ever since. Word. So, it's the um, shit. I love 10 it. years South Philly. I love it. Mm-hmm. I love it here. Shout out to the Black Cat Tavern, who is oh, having yeah. this yeah, here. for sure. It's dope. Spot. Yeah. I never, never been here before. It's a really cool spot. I like to come here. After, uh, if I go to see a, a ball game or a concert, you can't ever get a car, like an oh, Uber yeah. or a lift back. So I'll usually walk here, have a beer, and then call a car. That's a good nice. call, man. Yeah, yeah it's really chill here. So the great meatball contest debacle of 2017, mm-hmm. uh, as it's known locally. And <laughs> it's that, known locally. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it man. <laughs> that's what they, you know. Yeah, it's like the blizzard of 88. You right. know, it's just locally that's. Right. Okay, so to set the scene, yeah. the fourth annual meatball contest at Taproom on 19th. Shout out to Taproom. Yeah, Tap and a lighthearted affair supposedly going in. Right. Uh, at least it was discovered that you had decided to enter. You guys ready for this? Vegan meatballs. <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, you, my grandmother would kill him <laughs> in a grave. The vegan... The, 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 That's a, exactly what it's happened. It's a yes. meatball. Meat 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 what are you doing meats over here? Meats in the word. So, I don't know about these two guys, but I am Italian, so... Take no <laughs> offense to my impersonation. Sorry, man. Sorry. So, what happened? How South Philly works is there's the east side of Broad Street and there's the west side of Broad Street. And they feel 
like Mars and Jupiter, right? Right. right? Yeah, for sure. So on that side, which is the west side of Broad Street, there is a deli that used to be there called How You Doing Deli. Oh, yeah. What was uh, that woman's name? Um, oh, actually, people just, love just, that yeah, woman. Yeah, I just given, yeah. Um, shit, I just was going to say it. And it's I, like, like begins with a J. It does. Hold on. Probably Janice, um, Jolie. Right? Jolie. 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 Um, so she did made the panelle, which was a traditionally a Sicilian squash fritter, chickpea okay. and squash fritter. Okay. Um, she made it into a meatball. Mm. So when you go into her store, she had more prepared foods that she'd make. She was like 98 years old. She was <laughs> yeah. still, Josie. Yeah. It was Josie. Damn. She was 98 years old making like making sauce, meatballs, like all this stuff. So they were so they were so banging. Yeah. So I figured there's 38 people that have entered this contest, having been a judge. All those meatballs taste like one. They taste like one big meatball. Right. So I was like, all right, I'm going to stand out. Mm. I figure that side <laughs> is familiar with this, a panelle, this meatball. Mm. I got my mom crockpot, my 12-year-old son, and we like roll over there. Tapper my 19, they're my friends. And so I was like, all right, let's be chill and teach my son how to take a loss because that's what I always do. So <laughs> yeah, like I noticed, I noticed we got there, people weren't really looking at me or like talking to me. And that's normally not how it works. Like people were always like, are you Jen? They come up to me and they talk to me. So I felt this huge tension in the air. So I looked at my son and I was like, I need a drink. And I don't drink. So Is he a bartender? No. <laughs> he was coming with me. He had to look out. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, he had, to, he had to look out. Yeah. So I go in and I'm like taking shots at the bar at this point. And he's like texting my husband. He was like, Mom's drinking. Like, something's wrong. Oh, man. Right. Oh, Narcan, you she, out. She, she only drinks when she's at a meatball contest gone bad or hanging out with the three of us. <laughs> so, I mean, it was that evident that there was tension. So the contest starts, and no one's really, like, fucking with my meatballs, and no one's really coming over it. I'm like, I'm nervous at this point. I'm extremely, like, I get my social anxieties, like, kicking in. I'm like, people don't like me. Wait, like, what is, like, is going on? You're ready for a loss, but this is, like, an epic right, loss. Right. This was pretty <laughs> significant. Like, they didn't want me there. Right. Mm. So I was like, I know this feeling. So the contest was over. I took a few pictures. There was another girl next to me who had tattoos. Her right. name was Jenna. Okay. She Jenna. won. She <laughs> won. Um, her husband is a chef at Brigantessa, so you know they do, they do the Sicilian Italian thing really well, right? Okay. And I think yeah. she's also Italian. This is her mm-hmm. family recipe or some shit. I don't know. Right. So I noticed after we were done taking pictures, and I have pictures of this, everyone's back was turned to me. Like me, I was looking at my son. I'm like, we need to get the fuck out of here. What the fuck's going on? It was wild. Yeah. So we go to Melrose. So is this like a is this like an older crowd? Is I mean this doesn't sound like a hip crowd. It sounds like an older, really hyper local. Everyone's wearing filas, Swisses, you know what I'm saying? And there's a college mix in. That's a giveaway, right? Mm -hmm. And there's a college mix in somehow. K Swiss, K Swiss. (laughs) I haven't heard that in 20 years. Oh yeah, Yeah. rocking. Right. With the metal links. Yeah, proud, proud. Okay. We talking white on white, South Philly (laughs) whites? Yes. Yeah. So they were. Name a better. I name a better duo. I think. They were old school. (laughs) Right. So we go to Melrose. I go home. Go to bed. It's done. I'm like, all right, that was a bus. Uncomfortable. I woke up the next morning to like a hundred and some messages on Facebook and some of them like in my inbox were fucking death threats and South Philly born and raised, which is a, which is like a Facebook page, which real 
it's real crazy in there. Yeah. I was like, it was going very racist. It was going ham in there about right. who I am as a person, right. my family, because everyone thought I won. They thought Jen right. with tattoos the other, won. Yeah. So, um, people, but it was Jenna. It was Jenna. Ah. So they thought the vegan meatballs won, and this was, and they thought the win, like this meant the hipsters had officially taken, taken over they South taken Philly. Over. Yeah. Right, right, right. So I, I got messages. One of the messages I always repeat and say because it was really funny is, um, and in my head, this is how I picture this person saying this to me. So I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> let me hear it. Let me see. Don't that. let me catch you walking around with your gentrification <laughs> balls. I <laughs> my house, way, like my house, to get burned down. Like Jesus, Christ, are you fucking serious? <laughs> I swear to God. Or people like, are you really serious? Did you really get death threats? I said yes. And the kicker is, I didn't fucking win. Right. So right. I'm waiting for this apology. So right? you got like, death threats. You got death threats essentially just for entering. Just for entering. Just for entering. Yes. Yeah. So I. God. Well, what the kicker was was I got to go and like do another public. I went on Fox News Local and got to share that, hey, South Philly, Italians, this is actually your old fucking Homeland's recipe that you're shitting on. This all kind of ties together because you're top chef. You're like a visionary on the plant-based community. Right. Because that was problematic in Top Chef. You brought it out Satan. I did, yeah. And they had no idea what you're doing. Three of the four judges had no idea what this was. Yeah, they didn't know. I got a lot of It was 2010. And so it was, you know, now it's, I think, more accepted. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, so like, I think now it's more accepted and generally among the public, whereas then it was like, you know, are you bringing this from, is this like moon rocks? Right. Like, you know, where is this coming from? We've never seen anything like this. Yeah, it was fucked up. I. (laughs) (laughs) You're like eight years ahead of time. I was. The plant-based community is exploding right now. I know. So El Camino, I opened El Camino. I was opening chef for that restaurant here. Okay. And I had a huge, um, I had a huge vegan menu and stuff on my menu that was awesome. That it didn't matter if you're vegan. That's how I like to eat. It just shouldn't fucking matter if it's good and. I will funky say, um, me and friends best like vegan wings in town. I don't yeah, know if you had a partner. Yeah, that's yeah. my recipe. So I brought the vegan wings to Philly and did it on Top Chef. And not wings, but I did a vegan dish on Top Chef. I got booted for it, and I don't know. I've just always, I've just always been by bi- you know partial to that right. to that diet and feel yeah. like. You should have that option. It's how did like, you How did you come into that diet? Because I feel like it's cool to do it now, but you yeah. were rocking with it years ago. Years ago. Like, I started, I, my first job as a chef was in a vegan restaurant, mm. so I just, that's how I got turned on to it, right, and I just right, never right. shook it. You use cannabis oil for stuff, too, right? You I used do, You won some yeah. cannabis award, like, a, a little bit of a while did. ago? Yep. Yeah, yeah. I won Philly Mag's Best of Cannabis Chef in nice. Philly. Nice, nice. It was the first time I ever we gotta, had it. We got to talk. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm <laughs> all ears. <laughs> Um, it was the first time they ever had an award like that, so they gave it to me. Um, you know, forty-year-old face tattooed Mexican no mom. No so yeah, I was like super honored and really bragged about it because yeah. who looks like me who wins shit like that in For this sure. fucking community? For sure. mean? So yeah. I brag about it, but you're a female and more or less a male-dominated industry in terms yeah. of back house, right? Um, how was that? I mean, was that was that difficult for you? Yeah, I mean. Any, you know, it's so weird watching these situations that are happening in the world now. And I feel like at this point in 2018, if you don't think that every woman, Mm -hmm. every like homosexual Mm -hmm. has had some sort of weird experience, then Mm -hmm. you're just fooling yourself. You know what I mean? And 
I've been lucky enough to work with sharp knives nice. and feel very confident in, you know, being able to stand my ground and stick mm-hmm. up for myself. And I've in Philadelphia, luckily, I've never had any experience like that with any Good. chef that I've been associated with or worked with. Good. I feel very proud of that. Good. But I also feel there isn't a lot of women present chefs here in the city. So... The only reason why I really hang on at all is because there aren't a lot of women out here and how I put myself out there is through charity work. I do a lot of a lot of charity work. Yeah. It's like my I don't know, it's like the thing I do the most besides like tamales and, you know, yeah. rebel rousing South Philly. Not that, is, not that, not that. Um, I think um, your tamale hustle is pretty uh, intriguing because you don't really you just are like, hey, I'm over here right now with tamales. Stop by. Yeah. I'll be here for two hours. And they sell out every time. Unless Ellen and I gets here first. Right, That's right, what right. I love. It's, <laughs> it's total punk rock. Yeah, yeah it's the gonna... most punk rock shit ever. Like, <laughs> how did you come up with like deciding that's how you're going to rock? It's just something that I always wanted to do. You know, like back to like my Latino roots. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Just start from the bottom. And... Right. I didn't want to get, I didn't want to go through the city. I didn't want to get fucking licenses and spend all this money because then I'm defeated at that point. You know what I mean? Like, and who the fuck are they to tell me anything? You know what I'm saying? This is the oldest hustle in the game is staying around the corner and finding your way. And Mm -hmm. my husband just happened to have this ridiculous, disgusting punk rock van. (laughs) And I just decided to one day like make tamales and see how it goes. And Boom! It, it chases me wherever I go. Meatballs and tamales. Meatballs and tamales. Chase me wherever I go. How often do you uh, do you go out with the tamale truck? Um, it, whenever I feel like it. Okay. Whenever the nerve strikes, like you know what I mean. And I bring my kids with me. So I bring my son with me. He yeah. gets the money, and I get the tamales out for people. And and I really hope to show him. Right. Fucking go for it. Hustle. You know, that's the only Hustle. lesson I have. Right. It's the only thing I could give him. So. Right. So how do you say, I'm going to step away from this and, and do a tamale truck when you also know that you have, A, a name that everybody's going to get excited if you go somewhere, and B, you have the work ethic to make it work? How, how do you still say, you know what, I, I'd rather just do this sort of laid back thing? How do I do it is I refuse to be a slave to the grind. You know what I mean? I've been a slave to the grind for too long, and it's taken its toll on me health-wise, and just the time with the people that I love like I don't you know there's nothing worse than being well known and broke and I'm broke you know everyone knows me and can come to my events but at the end of the day like there's a reason why I'm doing it you know it's the only hustle I know is to do food and now I'm in a situation where I can do whatever I want and I am someone who could really get a job anywhere I wanted I've proven myself to cook yeah and also like you're like yeah, you're Jen Fear. Like they, right. would, they, you would hire, they would hire you in yeah. a second. Right. right. Mm-hmm. And I've proven to be, you know, yeah, I'm a little bad chick crazy, but <laughs> <laughs> aren't we all? Right. Yeah. yeah. No Who is? Say, yeah. Not. Yeah. <laughs> no one will say that I don't work hard. I'm not fun. So you know what I mean. That holds a lot of weight here. And right. I just decided to go a different direction and try to inspire some other women to just do your own fucking thing. I get messages all the time. People say like, "Yo, I'm so inspired by just trying to do my own thing and not be a, not be scared." And I'm like, "Yeah, go for it. What do you have to lose? Right. I'm in a beat up truck. Like, I could work anywhere, and this is I'm the happiest doing this." What do you consider success? Um, I, you know, I don't know. Just pressing on. 
Mm. That's what I feel is success. Like I've taken a lot of taken a lot of loss. I've had some pretty crazy experiences in this business. I had a food truck. I had a partner, and I had to go to court. Like it was a nightmare. I lost every possible thing I ever earned um, to that. And I learned I learned a lot about myself during that time. Um, that I would do all of those mistakes over again to find out I'm exactly who I thought I was the mm. whole time. You know what I mean? Like that's that's, a jewel right there. that's yeah. what I feel is success. Mm-hmm. Now, seven years ago, she'd be dead. You know what I mean? Right, right, and right. I would tell you success is getting out of jail right now. You right, know what right, I mean? Right, but right. I've learned as I've gotten older that success is to really be mm. consistent with who you are yeah. without sacrificing that in mm. some way, be it like you're a slave to a job. Right. You know, you go every day, you wake up, it's the same shit. We were just talking about this. Like, mm-hmm. Same as being a stay-at-home parent. There's a lifelessness that attaches itself to you mm-hmm. and sucks out of what it what it what it means. Mm-hmm. Going to work, what it means is just a slave at this point. Mm-hmm. So for me, success is something that's unconventional, that you a decision that you made that makes you feel happy. Yeah. That is not what everyone else wants you to do. Everyone wants me to work in a restaurant and be part of the club. And I'm like, nah, fuck that. There's another way to do it. And I'm this is how I'm gonna do it. Right. And I get a lot of props from my peers, and most importantly, my kids see me and respect me. I, that is the, that's number yeah. one. That's yeah. that's number one. I've literally lost. Like I can't even begin to explain. Uh, I've lost every single food competition, mm-hmm. contest, whatever it's been in everything I've participated in, and I still go and, and you swing. Keep it. go back for more. I yeah. still go and I love swing. It. It. I love and I bring it, yeah. my kid. I bring my son with me. I have an older son and a younger son. Mm-hmm. And I just still ride because I'm, I'm still doing what I want. So the loss doesn't matter that much because I didn't wasn't there to prove myself. Right. I was just there to have fun and talk shit. Right. And that's yeah. that's a big lesson for them and probably impacts them too is to just see like mom keeps getting up, keeps getting up, keeps going. Yeah. Like what the fuck is wrong with her? <laughs> so this you go to bed one it. night and you wake up and you realize you your house is broken into. Yeah. Uh, it was like a rainy morning. I like kissing my dude. I go downstairs and I see that this like window in the kitchen is open. And I was like, I, nothing looked disturbed. So I was just kind of perplexed of why, like why the window was open. And then my Chris was like, holy shit, really calm. He was like, we've been robbed. And at the time... I was, you know, having this court thing with my business partner mm-hmm. and my laptop. Like, I was Aaron Brockovich, so, like, my laptop <laughs> had everything on it. And um, someone had broken, took my son's, like, PS4 or whatever that I worked really hard to get, and his laptop, which had all my court stuff on it. They moved the couch out, unplugged it, pushed the couch back, wow. walked out the front door, and we were upstairs sleeping at the time. That What is that? That's got to be... I can't even like. What does that feel like when you realize that happened when you it were? It feels in the like house? a nightmare. Yeah, it feels so fucked up. Like there really aren't words to describe it. Right, like, like you know you're sleeping and someone's yeah, creeping around your fucking house. It causes some serious like PTSD. You know For what sure. I mean? Like because you don't know, and then the paranoia starts kicking in. Like why they come here? Right. It was. It seemed so specific. Um, then they left the front door open, which is also scary because then they could have came back. Right. And we have lots of guns in our house. So, like, for sure, if that person would have come up the steps, like, we would have killed them. Right. And especially knowing my 12-year-old son was upstairs. We have a dog. Thank God. Like, this oh, y'all armed to the teeth. You got right. fear in there, you in there, right. guns, the <laughs> dog. Like, we are very, yeah, like, yeah. All like, wrong, right. ha- wrong house. Wrong house. <laughs> <laughs> it was a lucky day. It was a lucky day for that person. And we say right. that, like, you know what I mean? If this person would have came upstairs, yeah. 
we couldn't live here anymore because we would have killed them. You know what I mean? You don't know. You know what I mean? Um, so, uh, so we end up. I am at this point. I'm like lost my shit because I'm going through court stuff and I really need that laptop. So, I tell, look at my husband. We call the cops. They come and take fingerprints. I tell my husband. I was like, "Yo, get in the fucking van." <laughs> we're going to go find them because it had to happen relatively soon like early like yeah. not too long after we woke up so we were driving around South Philly and I went to Wedge Recovery which is that like broad and mm-hmm. snyder your, are you driving in a, with a van that's all spray painted all up? spray painted all right. up like we look like we robbed ourselves right, right. <laughs> <laughs> like, like you know what I'm saying yeah. like and we had a kid in the van at the time right. so I am looking at my now my thing is like I'm not going to let this like creep into my life like once right. you're scared you're scared forever do yeah. you know what I mean and that's what you have to heal from it's right. not your stuff being taken but the fear of someone coming back in and doing it again right. and I wanted to take control of that and I'm looking at my son who is scared you know what I'm saying like yeah. when someone was in our house yeah so you want your kids to always feel safe always, always. feel safe yeah. and know that I am crazy enough to find out like mm-hmm. to make this right right mm-hmm. so we went to Wedge Recovery and I looked at my son and I'm like I'm gonna get your shit back <laughs> So I walk in there and I always, you know, I don't, I don't know what that is. I think it's like an, a place for NA, AA, methadone. I'm not sure. But I walked into a meeting with my nine-year-old son at the time. And I was like, I'm sorry, excuse me. I was like, I'm not saying any of y'all did it in here. <laughs> I was like, but my house just got robbed. Where do I go to get my shit? Right. And everyone was like, this bitch is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, they told me. Yeah. And I went looking. And during that time, I looked on Craigslist. I was like, Craigslist, we got to look on Craigslist. Right. And I, I couldn't look because I was looking on the streets. I felt defeated. My husband drops me off, calls me half hour later. And he was like, yo, it's on Craigslist. I was wow. like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> the, the person who put it on there... Damn, they don't even go to pawn shop. They didn't even they go to pawn shop. It was early. Digital fiends, man. Right. Damn. So they opened, they had the laptop open with a picture of my son, <laughs> his book bag that so they, they put on. They just all left the, the, de- the desktop background was the same. Everything the same. Right. It was my son. Right. And wow. at, at FDR Park, right. like it was very specific. That's fucked up. Yeah. Right. That's some, yeah. Another, another ad for the PS4, which had his book bag, which was very specific, with his name at the bottom oh, in the picture yeah. on Craigslist. So we're like, you know, you start, oh, my God, like, yeah, you start yeah, freaking yeah. out. So my block, being South Philly, like I went to everyone's house in the morning, like, your house get robbed, your house get robbed. <laughs> so now everyone's involved. Nobody and was robbed but you. No one was robbed but me. So you ever see Summer of Sam, the movie? Of course. Okay, classic. so remember when they thought the punk rock dude he was, was Summer the Sam. Summer of yeah, Sam, yeah. and the whole block starts going crazy? Right. Like, that was my block. Like, <laughs> we got this wife calling <laughs> and set up this thing, and we're going to, we call the cops, and we're like, all right, listen, we got him. We found out. And the cops are like, all right, when are you trying to do this? We were like, four o'clock. They're like, we have a shift change at four o'clock. And we don't have any detectives that can help you out. And I was like, we got, we got it. I was like, I knew we got it. I swear to you not. In the background. They're like, oh, man, we wish more people did this. We can't stand when people call us asking for help, man. Thank you. Right. The guy was, I'll never forget this resume. Like The cop was like, I mean, it's Philly. We can't really do anything if you want to go on your own. I was like, okay. If you could have seen the background of my neighbors were putting bats and all the shit in the back of their car, I'm telling you, it was <laughs> like lit on my block. cars were coming? There, those four cars. Came? Like, four cars. <laughs> yeah, they were piling up ready to go. Wow. Like, South Philly boys were ready to go. <laughs> right. 
So I was like, all right. Now, my strange crew, okay, I had a chef friend who just had, like, ass cancer surgery. And okay, he was staying with us, right? right? And my husband and my son. So I can't go because my son, I have to stay back with my son. So Cancer Craig and my husband <laughs> go. Cancer Craig. Cancer Craig. <laughs> Ass cancer has got to be the worst. Like, uh, I mean, I'm sure no, all, of them, all of them are bad, but damn, like, it was the bad. Ass, like, no, come on, man. It was bad, but this. He's still going? Who has this story? Who he's still going? Oh, he's still going. Nice. Yeah. He's still going. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Who has this story when right. you have ass cancer? You know what I'm saying? He just had surgery, he had a classy bag, and now he's in. He's ready to fight someone. Now he's ready to fight someone. He's ready to throw that yeah. fucking right. bag yeah. of shit. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Beat you with the bag cancer of shit. Cancer ain't stopping me. You know what I'm saying? So. He's a vigilante. Yeah. Cancer Craig, I was telling you. So he and Chris go to the place, and they meet Josh. We find out the kid's name, okay? So go to meet Josh. The neighbors go ahead of time. They're parked in their spot. This is at the Family Dollar at 18th and Washington, okay? So, <laughs> so Chris is in the car. Chris is in the van. Craig gets out in a bathrobe. I'll never forget this. Okay? Walks up to the car and was like, you got the computer? <laughs> Wait, he's in a bathrobe? He's in a bathrobe. He was like, yeah, I got it. He goes, oh, I see it to make sure it's the same one. So he opens up the computer and Craig grabs, gives him the money, grabs the computer, turns around, and we're thinking, okay, everyone's about to get out of their car, and this kid's about to get fucked up. Right. Nope. All these cops came out of nowhere <laughs> and arrested him, and so you know, no one got their satisfaction. We came right. back. We had to go to the police station. We got our stuff back. I didn't get the PS4 back. <laughs> um, he had already sold it. He had already sold it at that point, but I got the laptop back, which is the most important because right, I had right, all right, the right, core right. stuff on it. Of course. Um, so we have to go to court with this dude. So we go back to the police station, and I am telling the cops, like, I need to see him. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, he was in my house. I'm sleeping. Yeah. Who scares you the most? Right. Your mother. And I'm a mom. And this piece of, they're like, ma'am, we're going to have to kick you out of here. Like, you can't be in this building anymore. And I was like, why not? And they're like, well, you're a hostile witness, and we don't want anything. I was like, all right. Well, I'm going to find him, because I found out where he lived, right? Because... You can find out anything you put on the internet. Mm-hmm. Right. Craigslist gave you the IP address. It gave you the location. So I knew he lived in the area. So we ended up having to go to court. And this kid was 18 years old. He wasn't the one who broke into our house. Some crackhead walked by, saw we had dogs, scouted our house, um, brought hot dogs, saw my window was open, Fed my old dog. No way. No way. Yeah. Contorted, got in and robbed. How we know that is because two weeks later, she got caught robbing someone else. And they asked her about our house. And she described our house and told us what she did. We have a very specific house. (laughs) She was like, I was involved in these other robberies because then she ratted out people who she worked for. So they ended up busting a whole bunch of people. That she was, you know, selling yeah. the stolen goods to. Because they get these crackhead girls to go in. They're tiny. They go into your house. They steal your shit. They give it to you. You give them 20 bucks. They sell the whatever for whatever. Right. This kid Jesus. had just bought the stolen property. So we're in court. And I'm giving him, like, this voodoo, like, brujaria stare. Like, <laughs> I hope, you know what I'm saying? Chris gets up to go to the bathroom. And Josh leans over. And he was like, you are so pretty, ma'am. I am so sorry I robbed your house. And I'm like... I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna kill him. 
Um, long story short, he, he actually said, he really said that. He shot yeah, a he shot. He really said that. He's yeah, like, he damn, really, bitch. Yeah, he I did. might still. He when, might. Yeah. When I get out of here, yeah, yeah. yeah. You want to make out or something? Wanna, yeah. It was. You know, I had to give like, it to what? him. I had to give yeah, it to yeah, him. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I was like, listen, that's that's this ballsy. Dude has balls, yeah. right? I mean, that's gentrification balls right, right there. Yeah, yeah. Gentrification <laughs> balls. Long story short, he. We ended up finding out that he was. This is his first time ever getting caught up with the cops. 18 years old, graduated high school. He had a job. He just fucking, you know, shouldn't have did it. And I couldn't bring myself yeah. to, like, be that blemish on his life. So outside of the courtroom, he came up to me. And we were talking shit to each other. I was like, you know, you know better, Josh. You shouldn't be doing stuff like that. Did you like know that. him from the neighborhood? I had no idea who he was. Okay. Um, but because he said that to me, we just kind of kept talking after. Mm-hmm. So the cops kind of surrounded us. And he said, listen, I work at... Whatever that grocery store is, where Walmart is, it used to be a Save More or something. Okay. He's like, if you come there every week, I'll pay you back um, for the PlayStation. I'll pay you back what you know what you lost. And I was like, all right, Josh, I'm gonna hold you to it. I went and saw him one time and never went back, and I never took any money. But you know, if I did see him again, and I was like, what up? You know what I mean? Like, I don't right. know. I'm just not that kind of person. I, to, right. Right. Whatever, it's over, it's done. And like he, he stole from you, but you, you want to see him doing well. Yeah, so, I just yeah. what I got it back. Right. And what I wanted out of that situation was to not be afraid. Right. I fucking caught the dude, I got my shit back, I showed my son, you don't ever be scared. And and we ended up being like kind of befriending this young man. So that's powerful stuff. All right, we ready? Yeah, yeah. you ready to get into it? Yeah. All right, Philly Blunt. Here's how it works. Okay. We just hit you with a question. You come back with rapid, first thing. Rapid fire. Rapid fire. First thing that okay. comes to mind. Okay. All right. We ready? Who's going to kick us off? Uh, what is the most meaningful tattoo that you have? Face tattoos. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, <laughs> what is a skill that you don't have that you'd pay good money to pick up immediately? Stripping. Mm. <laughs> Interesting. Very entrepreneurial. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Fast money. I want yeah. the money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want the right. money. Right. Give me the bag. Give me the bag. Um, <laughs> the Clash or Slayer? Slayer. <laughs> Favorite restaurant in Philadelphia? La Prima. Where is that? Just so we can um, Ninth and Washington taco yeah. spot. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Nine dollars for the fattest three tacos you ever get. Like, really? Yeah. Uh, what was your favorite band or artist as a fifteen-year-old? Wu Tang Clan. There it is. All right, nice. Yeah. I noticed on Twitter you followed Justin Bieber. <laughs> so, what's your favorite Bieber song? Baby, baby, yeah, baby, baby. It's yeah, it's yeah. Is it? It is. If money was not an object, where on earth would you most want to visit? Visit. Mm-hmm. Um, visit. Wow. Okay. Um, I would want to go back to Mexico. Okay. Yeah. Where in Mexico? Um, Chichen Itza, or even farther in from that, which is like south of Puebla. But um, I'd want to go back to Mexico. But it's even better that we want to live in the woods. Like we're not going to stay in Philly much longer. Oh, so, really? Yeah. Ooh. I have like five more years here. And okay. We're out. We're gonna live on a farm, and you know. Be naked on our porch. Give us a piece of advice that has served you well. Uh, do whatever the fuck you want. Mexican or Italian? Uh, Mexican. Yeah, come on, man. 
Yeah, ride or die. I love them both. Yeah. Uh, what is a hidden talent that you have that most people would be surprised to know? Uh, I play the flute. Word. <laughs> Word. And like, I can play the harmonica. Like, were you in band? What, the harmonica? Yeah, harmonica? Band. You were yeah, a band yeah, yeah. girl? Let yeah. me tell you something. <laughs> There's few few things that I think are more badass than someone that can kill it on harmonica. Yeah, I can play the a harmonica. A band girl who goes on to bring a vegan meatball to a South Philly meatball competition. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You should have fucking... Yeah, yeah that's strong. Right. That's awesome. That's strong. Don't yeah. let me see yeah. you walking yeah. around here with your gentrification <laughs> flu. With your gentrification <laughs> flu. <laughs> where, where can everybody reach you? Um, you can find me on social media, all of it. I'm at Foxy Lady Chef. Okay, and I mean, so. and like, if people want to hire you for a party, like, what's the, what's the, what kind of parties will you do? Because I mean, this whole thing is like, I'm like, man, this would be so cool to we, do an we, event together. We's a good start. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So okay. So people can reach out to me through social media. Okay. Any, any way. Um, and then you'll you hear what they have to say. You'll decide. Right. Then no, you'll decide. No. Yeah. Then you decide. Yeah. Okay. I'm super. I'm super bougie about it. Yeah. So you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, because yeah. my friends, you know, got busted with all that weed at the oh, flea the party. Fr- yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I got a bunch yeah. of people. Yeah. So so was was that the Nikki Allen Poe thing? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. So I got, that guy. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that was interesting. Yeah. Right. It's interesting. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. so this is about me. That's a whole other podcast. Yeah. 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 That's a whole other We'll get him later. Yeah. Right. yeah. Um, yeah. So um, I like to fill it out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I ask a few key questions and you got pass or fail. Right. And are, then are, are, you, are you a member of law enforcement? <laughs> <laughs> you have to tell me or to yeah, yeah, tell me. Right? Yeah. Are you, are you just, over yeah. 21? Yeah. That was the thing at the yeah, bar. Somebody told me when I was 17, you have to answer honestly. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Trap me. Wait, does remember it work? That? Wait, that doesn't work? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I try to have someone in common. Right, right. That's my, that's, yeah, when it comes yeah. to the, like, I'll cook whatever, but when it comes to the weed stuff, like, mm. yeah. I try to make sure we have someone in common or I just won't even reply. Right, right, right. So. Well, what if it's the tamale stuff? I still won't reply unless I know someone. Okay. Because yeah. I'm still illegal. No, everything I'm doing is illegal. Right, right, right. <laughs> God, this is so cool. Like, <laughs> hey, uh, oh my gosh. I was uh, looking for some tamales uh, <laughs> for my party. Uh, would you Would you be down? Huh? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Uh, thank you so much for doing this show. Yeah, you're yeah. the best. Thanks, you're incredible. Great. Yeah. You're the best. You're the best. Yeah. yeah this is awesome. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Thanks, for, thanks for Black Cat. Yeah, yeah, thanks, Black Cat, for hosting us here tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Like the whiskeys were on point. Yeah, yeah, everything was good. All good. All right, thanks. well, this will uh, this will wrap it up for the Philly Blonde. I'm Johnny Goodtime. I'm Reef. It was a VG. All right, take it light. It's the sound of Philadelphia. 